0: Now. And now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is not Kate Gunderson, but I am Spencer Kitley, and this is After Reality. Welcome back to the bachelor nation podcast here on the after reality podcast network presented to you by our partners at fantasy for reality fantasy, the numeral four, reality.com. That is where we play all of our fantasy games and the bachelor game is live now. Uh, obviously only four players remain, but a brand new survivor game just went live for the season premiere of that catch up with Will and I on the mixed bag as we break down all of survivor as that season unfolds. And for now, uh, Kate is still uh, out and, and I'm still solo. I've been away for a, a week or two and I apologize for that, but excited to dive into this. I, I think this has been a really good bachelor season and with a really good lead in Joey, he's seen growth. Like really no one has seen on in, in social media following um, no one since, since Matt James, who was one of the most popular bachelors of all time. And I, I think that that's, that speaks volumes, right? People really like this guy. He's the outdoorsy guy. He's he's uh, nice. He's polite, but he's also a good-looking guy, and uh, he's interesting. Uh, we, we got to know him on his season. We're we'll getting to know, know him a little bit more, and the women on the season have been pretty good to, to watch as the, the story unfolds. So we're going to, we as in me, going to dive into all that, But before we get started, I want to remind everybody, you can find us online, follow us on Twitter, at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok, After Reality Podcast. Also a reminder, subscribe wherever you download your podcast, it might be where you are listening right now, and don't forget to check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. And as I mentioned, uh, Mixed Bag is live and kicking, so... uh, here very soon, that will be Survivor, it'll be Vanderpump Rules as that unfolds, Summerhouse just rolled out its second episode, pretty good so far, Lindsay and Carl showed back up this week, and then the challenge just announced, finally, All-Star Season 4 will be coming out on Paramount Plus sometime soon. Not usually a show we fully cover in the way that we do the uh, the the main challenge, if you will, but uh, we will certainly keep tabs on that as we go through the mixed bag and and as, and all the other things as they unfold. But let's talk Bachelor here. And there is quite a bit to talk about. I, I, I'll go back a little bit because we didn't have a pod last week and Lexi sent herself home um, because of her own timeline and her health issues with endometriosis and wanting to be really certain and wanting Joey to be as certain and on the same type of timeline as her. Uh, She was one of my favorites from the beginning, so it really pained me to see her to go home. I believe she was actually my number one pick, I think. Uh, Yeah, number one pick in uh, Fantasy for Reality. Daisy was number two. Pretty pretty good pair of contenders there. Sydney, not so much. Uh, (laughs) She was my number three. Uh, but I also had Kelsey A right there in the top four. So not too bad as far as picking them off of the radio TV roster. And But but yeah, Le- Lexi, really sad to see her go. I'm, I'm curious if, is she a contender to be the Bachelorette? I, I don't know. Um, does it help that this show is fast paced and helps with her timeline? That would remain to be seen. But I, I, I think she's great. She's got a great personality and, and all the things that would, would make a great lead on this show. Assuming Daisy doesn't win in the end. If Daisy wins, doesn't win in the end, I think it's there's a pretty overwhelming support of her to be the next lead on the show. And weird travel this season. We were in the U.S. Then we go over to Malta. Then we're in Spain. Then we're in... Um, Uh, Canada and or excuse me in Montreal and then now we're we're in Alberta Jasper National Park and a tease of uh, we're going with these cold opens that are more teaser cold opens and and that's what we had again this week a tease of some looming drama with Maria and we open again with more tennis with Jesse Palmer which I actually don't hate I I kind of like it's better than hey let's go sit down and talk uh, on on a on a on a sit down bench, like I like the the conversation. I have to assume Joey can kick kick Jesse's butt up and down the tennis court. But Jesse's an athlete. Um, he, there's no former in it. He's an athlete. He he played college and professional football, and we we'll kick this episode off. Date card for Daisy. Let's ride off into the sunset together. It's her second one on one, and she's excited, and some others are shocked or upset. But I do think all of these six women have had one-on-ones, which at this point in time and in in a usual season, there's usually like one, maybe two hanger-ons. You're like, oh, you're still here and you still haven't gotten one-on-one. But that's not the case here. Kelsey A., Jen, Maria, Rachel, Kelsey T., and of course, Daisy. But for this date, they're going to be, as Joey described it, taking in the scenery and checking out some trails But they they also, they ride horses, they have that weird hot tub date where, surprise, hey, here's a hot tub out in the middle of nowhere, um, that I want to know what they're powered by. It's got to be a flame of some sort, but a flame where it doesn't get too hot that you burn yourself, because there's also really no jets, Uh, so it's just like a, a tub of water. But anyhow, she lights up when she talks to him. And she sees, talks about seeing a future with him and says her feelings are very strong. She tells us in her ITM that she's not in love with him yet, though. Um, but she's not going to say it just to say it, and, which I applaud her for. Um, and he seemed more okay with it than any in any other scenario, right? I think if someone other than, than Daisy had said that, it might have been the end of the road. But Nighttime... On that date, which we know is usually eh, the right time. She says, if she is being 100% honest and transparent, I really, really like you. There it is. But am I there yet? No. And, but she follows that up with, I can see us being together and I can see myself falling in love with you. And she's very real and she's very honest. And Joey is scared and he needs the confidence before meeting her family. And he's trying to find a way to get it, right? And he just wants her to feel confident for him to meet her parents. It goes on. And I think this was a little produced to make it produce some doubt. She gets the rose with a smile and a tear. And she's going to hometowns. And Joey says he can see them having a really beautiful life together. And I think it just really is what makes sense is these two. Uh, as far as the other women group date card last group date of the season it's Kelsey T it's Maria it's Rachel and it's Jen and it says let's take our love to the great outdoors not maybe not the John Candy great outdoors but that leaves Kelsey A for a one-on-one the second the second second one-on-one and we all meet up in somewhereville Jasper for this date, and weird lumberjacking axe chopping, sawing, axe throwing it's some of the stuff that they they used to put on e s p n two back in the nineties when it first started and and then things that became associated with the fictional ocho or at least mostly fictional because they do bring trot that out every once in a while. Thank you, dodgeball, but uh, there's also an elk milk chug, which i don't know that I knew elks had milk. But then as they conclude uh, the kind of competition portion, Joey's doing an ITM. And Jen goes over to him in front of everyone to kiss him. And that kind of puts this date into funky territory. And it's happened a lot this season. Joey being kissed in a public fashion happened with Jess and now Jen. And it really... Ruffles the feathers in the crowd when that happens. But nevertheless, nighttime is the right time for this date. And now Maria is spiraling about him having seen him kiss these women and seeing his connections. And Jen shares with Joey that she has eh, probably a complex hometown. My American culture side, the Vietnamese culture side, and her mom never really understanding her. But he reassures her, and he gets yet another kiss, because that's what Joey does. don't want to talk to you. gonna fill this space by sticking my tongue in your mouth. Kelsey T. would also pose a challenging hometown, given what we learned about her dad last week. Um, and the what what I believe was the Jehovah's Witness background that drove a wedge between her and her father for some period of time. And Joey assures Rachel as he does, and they, of course, make out. But Maria, again, she is spiraling, and she's realizing, hey, maybe I'm not cut out for all of this. But she wants to talk to him about a few things. Hometowns mean a lot to her. Little do we know that she's never brought anyone home. We don't know that yet at this point in time. But she wants him to know that. And him having connections with the other women and bringing him to meet her family doesn't sit right with her. Which, I get it. And she doesn't know if she can even do this anymore at all. Which was like, whoa, hey, where did this come from? Because they have chemistry. It's undeniable. Like, you can't see that one-on-one date that they had in Montreal and not be like, oh my gosh, they're so playful with one another. It's just so natural and easy. And it's not something we see a whole lot in this franchise. And... The look on his face when she tells him this, he, he says, like, last week was just so special for me. Like, I'm, I, I don't get it. And he tells her he wants someone to choose him. And he doesn't get it because he thought they were going somewhere, which, yeah, you were going somewhere. I, it makes no sense whatsoever. She's in freakout mode. And he wants to know, hey, like, is your mind made up? Because, like, then and there, it kind of seems like she's quitting and she says I think it is like like her mind's made up that she's leaving and then she gets up and walks away in tears but I'm like what 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 is this he doesn't know what it is we as the viewers we don't know what it is it's rather odd and she doesn't like what it boils down to is she doesn't like that she can't say he's mine 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 and she comes back though, much calmer, and says, mm, "Maybe I had a little moment and overreacted. Yeah, you think, but like this kind of happens a few times. I know you're popular with the viewers, but are we wrong? Were you really the villain?" She comes. Sometimes she's kind of cops to it. She's like, "Hey, sometimes I think out loud and I say things, and eh, I just think that got the best of me." And he encourages her to say, "Like, hey, like, I want you to say how you feel." I also have fears, and I think that disarms her a little bit. And he fears that she might not choose him back, which is something we've seen a few times in the flash forward to the final proposal, where Joey is very upset about something. Maybe it's a, a Brooks Desiree type situation. We don't know. But then she's like, "I apologize." I am in and i'm i I'm, I'm I'm fully here and but I'm not gonna kiss you tonight because I saw you kissing Jen, and then she kisses him anyway. she's so confusing, I think he really likes her, I think she really likes him. I think they might actually be good together, but it's so confusing, and I don't think he's going to choose her in the end, but then back with the women, he can't hand out his rose you're telling me that you have five women here on this date and you're not positive any of them are going to hometowns? Or was this production? Because I have a hard time believing he can't fully say one of these women are going to hometowns. Just saying. It's a bit odd that he, he can't assure them. But next up, Kelsey A, date card for her and they go to a local Jasper bar and drink beer and play pool and talk to a guy whose font on the screen is typical Canadian. And his name is Paul Hardy, probably no relation to Ed. And overall, like a really great normal date, the type of thing you would do in real life, right? Either in where you live or, Hey, we're traveling. Let's go down to the the local watering hole and talk to some locals. I, my wife and I, we do that when we, when we go to, to Northern Maine. We go to the Eureka Hall and chat with whoever might be there from way up in Northern Maine. And overall, a great date. They go do a polar plunge. They make out. They have a sauna. They make out. They go bond. They make out. And then we're not even there yet. But then it's nighttime, which is the right time. And it gets serious again. Like it's gotten very serious on a lot of these one-on-one days throughout the season. She shares about what it would be like meeting her dad if she were to go to hometowns. And how he is her support after losing her mother to cancer. Her and and like, I can't remember exactly, but several siblings. Like really tough situation. Really feel for, for Kelsey A. And she talks him through it she's like hey i only want to have i want to only want to be married once i only want to be engaged once and she's like she's strong and smart and it's impressive for joey and she goes through this whole thing and i really think he admires her i really think he likes her i think she's a strong contender to be in the final 2 assuming daisy's the other one is my assumption that i've been making for many weeks but she gets the second hometown date rose, seals it with a kiss, and he says he felt how much Kelsey really liked him on that day. Which like I, I I think that's his MO. He goes with the feels, which is good. And like if you can get a Mr. Mojo Rising award this late in the season in the final four, it's definitely her. Um it I haven't haven't done a pod the last two weeks. But there's, there's definitely been Mojo Awards. Kelsey T would have gotten one uh, last week. Uh, gosh, I can't remember who, I, who I, I, I... I gave out the award, even though we didn't have a podcast. But uh, I, actually, it was Maria. Maria was super rising when they were in Montreal last week. We all reconvene for cocktails and roses. Well, minus the cocktails, I guess. Uh, Because that cocktail party has been canceled, which, yeah, late in the season. That's fairly kind of typical type fare. But Joey, he's like, hey, I had everything I hoped for and wished for here in Jasper this week. Only two roses up for grabs here, though. My prediction is Maria and Jen are getting those roses. I felt like Jen had a real thing with him since really early on in the season he was making time for her reassuring her on the side even when they weren't having one on one she, she might have had the first one on one of the season i can't remember for sure but then he pulls maria to the side and wants to hear where she's at and it turns out just as like she likes him too much is what she's kind of decided well that's an issue or is it not i don't know But at least there's no more group dates, right? So there's no more having to see them make out with anyone. There's no more competition. There's four women going to four hometown dates, coming back together for a rose ceremony, and then going somewhere for some fantasy suite dates separately, as long as they don't do that weird thing where they put them all in the hotel suite like they did on Clayton season. Um, So there's real separation, right? So it's time for the roses. That first rose goes to Rachel, and I was surprised, but maybe Joey needs to get back to the islands because um, he's been on the mainland for a while. And then the final rose—not a surprise that that goes to Maria. I think he really likes her and just can't can't escape that fact. But was rather surprised Jen was not in the hometowns. Uh, she did get a little catty this week. But that's that's to be. She's kind of flailing around a little bit. Next week, hometowns. We got a Christmas tree farm for Daisy. we go up to the northeast um, where Maria has never brought anyone home. And it looks like dad and co are not going to make this easy. I feel like she's that girl, that daughter who is like family's little angel. And it's going to be challenging for Joey walking in that home. I presume we're also going to Hawaii and then to Nola for Kelsey A's date. Not necessarily in that order. And then we'll reconvene back out at the bachelor mansion. So we're at final four. So we're no longer making leaders in the clubhouse final four picks, but I will go to the final two. And I, at this point it's Maria, it's Rachel, it's Daisy and it's Kelsey. A. And I think Rachel is the next casualty here. And we're down to the, the final three and I, I just don't know how well Maria's hometown is going to go, and as much as they like each other, do they work? I don't know. I think Daisy's slam dunk in the final two, and then it's really, uh, really, really trying to sort it out on Kelsey A and Maria. But I, I a slight edge to Kelsey A just because of the the tough tough stuff that's going around Maria right now. So. That's it for this week. Before I wrap it up fully, quick look over at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral four, reality.com. That's where the Bachelor game and the Survivor Season 46 brand new game are live right now. And this week's leading scorer was Daisy. 150 points. And hey, maybe you're curious, how do we divvy those points out on here? Well, this week... She got 20 points for joining Joey in a hot tub, 10 points for crying, 10 points for kissing him five different times, so a total of 50. She got a one on one date for 10 points, and then she got a rose in week six or the sixth rose ceremony, and that was another 60 points. So, Daisy, the 25 year old account executive from Minnesota, she is leading the pack, or actually tied with Maria for the season with 530 points apiece. The next closest person is actually Lexi, who is tied with Kelsey A with 510 points, obviously. Four of them are still there. Rachel, not very many points for someone who's made it this long. Um, The likes of Jess and Lexi, who have both gone home, lead her by a significant margin, as does Jen. So, Anyhow... That is that. Before I get out of here, check out check us out on the mix bag. We're going to be talking about all the goodness on Survivor, Vanderpump Rules, Summer House. Who knows what else we'll get into? I'm still trying to get caught up on Traders. I've seen five episodes. I like it. I, it's, I'm just trying to make time. All Stars of uh, Challenge All Stars season four is coming soon. And there's there's so much other stuff. I'm 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 getting caught up on below deck, have one episode to to get ready, so that we'll have some of that on the mixed bag as well. So check that out. Will and I will we will try to get that to you early next week and then probably again late next week. So until next time, remind you to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, After Reality Podcast. And a reminder, subscribe wherever you are listening right now. Give us some feedback. Do all the things. And if you need our website, that's afterrealitypodcast.com. You can find me over on the Twitter, at Spencer Kitley. That's all one word, at Fantasy4Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality.